Hello everyone, this is Levi Gelb from the Chassidish Parsha, and you're listening to the new podcast, Chassidus, which is an explanation in English of Sefer HaMaymarim Tafrish Samaches from the Rebbe Rashab, each episode containing an explanation of one page from that Sefer with the goal to finish the entire Sefer. And at the beginning of every episode, we'll also have a synopsis of the previous episode. You'll also notice in the description for that day's episode, there'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. We're on the top of page Ein Ches 78. <clears throat> We've just been talking about the specialty of the world of Tikkun, even though it doesn't have the intensity of the revelation of the infinite light of Hashem like Itoyu has, but it does have the strength in the sense that it's able to ex- receive even the opposite of itself without becoming totally nullified out of, out of its existence. Like the superiority of the um, the reed over the cedar tree. The cedar tree you cannot bend. If you bend it, it breaks. Whereas the reed you can bend and it can withstand all the different strong winds without breaking. Um, but we said, nevertheless, the abundance of light still and the intensity of the light only is in Tayu. And that's why a person receives his energy and sustenance from all the different parts of existence. The, the uh, minerals and the plants and the animals because their sources and tell you that in, intense light is what gives the person um, energy because that is higher than his source, which is, which is in Tikkun. So the abundance and the intensity of the light of Tayu is a great superiority over the weakness of the light of Tikkun. And even though this weakness of Tikkun is because of the great Bittal which resides in Tikkun, um, and that because of that great bittel before the revelation of Hashem's light in Tikkun, therefore you can have a, a inclusion, inclusiveness and coexistence of all the different opposites together, um, which is like the difference between the intellect and the emotions. The intellect is able to receive all different details because of the great bittel which exists within intellect, because it's not so... Um, intellect is not really about what you feel or what you need about, about. It's not... Um, Subjective, it's objective. It looks at the ultimate sh- pure truth of the matter. And whereas emotions are all about just what you feel, they're more, um, they're more subjective. And that's why um, uh, intellect is able to have different details altogether, whereas emotions, not so much. They're just more one-track-minded. But the, when, the, when the intellect has the influence over the emotions, it's able to even have the effect that the emotions should be able to coexist so the weakness of the emotions comes about because of the bitl influence, the bitl which is brought about into the emotions by the mind. So the the weakness of the light of of tikkun is not because of a a something negative or because of it's lacking something. It's actually because of a great bitl which which resides in tikkun. And then, so yeah, then we said nevertheless. However, it may it may be Toyu has abundance of light, whereas Tikkun uh, is just a diminished, contracted light, which that abundance of light, that intensity of light of Tikkun is really a superiority compared to the, the abundance of light of Toyu is a superiority compared to Tikkun. 
lines on the top. However, there is a great superiority in Tikkun over because really, in truth, actually, there shines within the world of Tikkun an abundance of light, which it, it surpasses even the abundance of light which shines in Tayu. So until now, we haven't we haven't talked about an abundance of light in Tikkun. Tikkun has always, has always been a diminished light, a diminished light, and a lot and a lot of vessels. And the only superiority we've talked about about Tikkun is that it's the ability to receive the opposites, all opposites able to coexist within Tikkun. Uh, but now we're saying even Tikkun there has an abundance of light. The explanation is through the coexistence and the inclusiveness um, of Tikkun, that inclusiveness brings about that there should shine uh, with. Uh, within the spheres of Tikkun, the level of the essence of the infinite light of Hashem, which totally transcends the revelation which which shines within Toyu. So the inclusiveness and the coexistence of the opposites which exist in Tikkun causes there to the shine, the essence of Hashem, which totally surpasses the revelation of the infinite energy of godliness which shines in Toyu. Like it says in the Zera that the Hashem only only rests, only dwells in a complete place. Which a complete place, a place of completeness, uh, refers to a place which has inclusiveness and coexistence of different of many different opposites. Um, so completeness, the word complete shlim also. Uh, comes from the word sh- um, peace, shalom, which shalom is all the whole idea of shalom. Peace is the of they have peace between two people that are fighting, so it's their coexistence, their inclusiveness. Even though they're they might be opposite, they have opposite ideas. They make peace together. So Hashem uh, only rests in a place where there is completeness, where there, which is really the idea of peace, where there is a, a joining of opposites together. But also in a place of completeness. So, what does that mean, completeness? It's known that the that the Shem, the infinite energy of Hashem, is called the infinite essence of Hashem is called the completeness of everything. That refers only to the essence of Hashem. Which he is not from any of his uh, his attributes at all. Meaning the level of godliness, level of Hashem, the essence of Hashem, which totally transcends all limited uh, motive attributes, all limited the limited spheres in definition. The level of Hashem, which is not in the realm and in the limitations of the attributes and the spheres at all. And this level, where he totally transcends all limitations and all definitions, he nevertheless, even though he transcends them, he he contains within him the the potential for everything. And that is the completeness of the essence of Hashem. As is explained in another place, that this that even though he totally transcends all definition and limitation, that is the level specifically that level which is totally um, stripped from any from any relation to limits and de- definitions that. That level is the ultimate completeness and has the potential to become all those different um, levels. He has the potential to to contain and to be drawn down to any specific limitation. He's so unlimited, he's so unbounded that he can even express himself in limitation. So 
there is the lower levels of godliness which already have somewhat of a limitation to them and therefore even though they might be called infinite they might be totally transcend the the limited realm of creation they're not able to relate to all the different opposites altogether because there is still it's already still a revelation of godliness which is not Hashem's essence therefore it always already has some type of a definition and that definition is going to uh is going to be a contradiction to any other definition but the essence of Hashem probably totally transcends any limitation even the limitation of being unlimited that pure essence of Hashem is called he contains within him the potential for anything because he's so unlimited, so unbounded that he's able, he's even able to express himself in limitation and in, un, and in the unlimited at the same time and that unlimited essence of Hashem the ultimate completeness of Hashem is uh, rests specifically in a place of completeness, which is meaning what is a completeness? Some something which is complete is something that has everything. What does have? What does it mean have everything? Even things which are totally opposite. So the complete, uh, the essence of Hashem is called Shleimusulikulu, the completeness of everything, the ultimate completeness, meaning that He totally transcends any limitation, in any definition. And therefore, he is the completeness of everything, meaning he, he has the potential within him for anything. Shleimus Atmus, And that completeness of Hashem's essence dwells and rests within the completeness, within a place of completeness. So it's a connection. The Shleimus of Atmos and the Shleimus and down here. And what is the completeness down here? A, a place which is totally complete, which has everything, which contains everything, even opposites. So therefore, when the, in the world of Tikkun, the opposites come together, that brings about a revelation of the completeness of Hashem's essence, which has the potential for having opposites in anything. Therefore, within the Sphere of Tayu, even though they're on a very high level, the very, very high level, nevertheless, it doesn't dwell, it doesn't reside within them. The, the true essence, the pure essence of Hashem, being that they are, the Sphere of Tayu are, are separate branches. They all are separate, and the opposites cannot come together there. Only within the inclusiveness and the coexistence of opposites within Tikkun, that is where the essence, the true essence of Hashem resides. As it's known that the infinite essence of Hashem rests only in a place of bitl, only in a place of, sur- of surrender of the ego, of self-effacement. Um, as it says in the verse, that the Marim Kaddish, the, the exalted and holy essence of Hashem, dwells in the Daka Shval Ruach, in the lowly, in the lowly spirit, and the broken lowly spirit. Which implies that the the exalted essence of Hashem dwells, resides only in the place of self-effacement, of self-multiplication, of surrender of the ego, of humility. Even though, um, really, compared to the essence of the true essence of Hashem, everything is equal, because like I said, He totally transcends any definition, and therefore He is nice, He has the potential for anything, everything is equal before Him. Um, the highest levels, the lowest levels, Good, bad, everything is st- before on that level of the essence. There is no definitions yet. 
Nevertheless, you still need some type of a, a vessel, a channel, a receptacle to receive that infinite essence, to receive that light. And the vessel is where there, there's a revelation of that infinite essence. I mean, the infinite essence of Hashem is so, totally transcends everything, and therefore He really rests, He dwells, He is exists, He's found everywhere. Like it says, There's no place void of Hashem's essence. But where do you have a revelation of that essence only when there is a true receptacle to receive that, a vessel? And that is that is only when the place of Bittl. And we just said before that the spheres of Tikkun are in a mode of Bittl, of self-effacement. Therefore, they are the perfect receptacles to for the indwelling of Hashem's essence. Like we said before, that that is why that there is able to be the inclusiveness and the coexistence in the sphere of Tikkun because of the revelation of Shema, which brings about Bittl within them. And when and that Bittl allows them all to come together. Like I said before about the analogy of a person who is humble and who doesn't give so much importance to his own, he's not so self-absorbed, he's able to come together with many different types of people and be friends with many different people. Whereas a person who is totally self-absorbed doesn't leave room. There's no room for any opposites to exist within his life. He cannot become friends with different people that have different views than him. Only people, only like-minded people he can he can take. Or like the difference between um, a child and an adult. So the child can't take all any different emotion, anything, anything that goes against his will, he gets upset about. Whereas the adult can take even something which goes against his will. He can withstand that because he's already been more developed and his mind can is now more developed and the mind is really the place of Bittal and therefore he can contain within him opposites. So, and that's what we spoke about, about Tikkun is, that's why it's able to have different details, different uh, opposites within it because it's more like the, the idea and the the view and the mode of the mind, the intellect. So, Tikkun has this superiority of the in, a revelation of the true essence of Hashem, being that because of its inclusiveness of opposites, because of its coexistence of opposites, because Hashem only dwells, Hashem in His complete essence, how He's the Shlemus of the Kulu, Shlemus of the completeness of Hashem's essence, who who has the potential for everything, only dwells in a place of completeness, which is where there's everything existing together. And that's also we said that uh, Hashem only dwells in a place of bittel, and the true bittel, um, self self nullification, not feeling of self, is only in the world of tikkun. That's why they can have the coexistence of opposites there. Iker, who mitzadis the main um, reason why there is a revelation of, of the true essence of Hashem within the world of Tikkun is because of the point that we said the point of uh, we said before of the inclusiveness and the coexistence which exists within Tikkun and not because of the other point which is the Bittal which exists within Tikkun really the inclusiveness is which as we said before the ultimate the Shlemus the Asar Shlim the complete place where all opposites everything exists together that is what brings about the true the real reason what brings about the Revelation of the of the essence of Hashem. That through this completeness down here, it brings about that there should dwell within them the complete essence of Hashem. 
and through this completeness, which exists with all the opposites existing together within Tikkun, that brings about within Tikkun even greater bittel than the previous bittel that already existed there, because just because of it's the world of Tikkun, where the main idea there is like the intellect, which is able to receive many different details together because of the bittel which exists within intellect. So the main idea which brings about the indwelling of the essence of Hashem is the inclusiveness within Tikkun, the completeness that it, it completes has everything together, all opposites. And because of that completeness, actually, it brings about a higher revelation of godliness, which brings about an even higher bittel than it used to have, just on its very nature. We said before that the bittel which exists with the tikkun is just the bittel of weakness, that the like the mind influencing the in the heart, in the intellect, and influencing the emotions, that the emotions shouldn't be so intense brings about a certain weakness within, within the emotions, and therefore different emotions are able to exist together because each one's existence is not so intense and so strong and so enunciated. So the the bittel which exists within tikkun by its very nature before the revelation of the, the essence of Hashem within it because of the inclusiveness is because of this bittel of chalishus expressed in a weakness. Shein's a bittel etzim hamuhus, which this is not a, a nullification of the true core and essence um, of the existence of the spheres within tikkun. Rather, it's a bittel which is more expressed in the idea of a lack of importance, lack of self-importance. Which this is a bittel which only reaches the external layers more, the external layers of the existence within tikkun. It's not a bittel which penetrates the very core and the essence of the of the levels of tikkun. Um, explained another place the difference between these two types of bittel, a bittel which penetrates all the way down to the real essence of the core of their beings, and a bittel which only extends to the external layers, only reaches the external layers of one's existence, but in his core being, he still has a really a feeling of self-importance that is very strong still. And through the revelation of the essence, the true essence of Hashem in the in the spheres of Tikkun, that brings about within them a, a bitl, a self-effacement, a self-nullification, which penetrates to the core of their very being. And through that revelation of the infinite essence of Hashem, there also brings about the an iskalus, an inclusiveness, a coexistence in an even higher way than it was before. Now they reach a higher state because of this revelation, which totally transcends their being, and because of the bittel, which penetrates to the core of their being, now they have a higher level of inclusiveness, which is expressed in the fact that now they're able to receive from each other through that great bittel. Uh, that the previous state of inclusiveness is only that they're able to put up with each other, so to say. They're able to withstand each other without without becoming um, without totally lose, losing their own existence without becoming this battle they give, they give place they give space for each other but after the revelation of the infinite essence of Hashem because of that previous inclusiveness it brings about a higher level of inclusiveness and coexistence that they're even able to receive from each other like we said before the parentheses that now the the highest levels in Tikkun are able to receive from the lowest levels, the head receives from the end, the beginning receives from the end. This is a higher level of self-effacement 
just in the fact that they give space, they leave space for each other, they're able to withstand each other. So, it's obviously like, a, meaning, in a, in within within our own lives, the a person, the fact that you're able to put up with somebody, and you're able to work together with, say, like a co-worker, even though you really maybe don't agree with him, and don't really like his personality, but you're able to put up with him. You don't get upset at him. Your existences don't clash to the extent which you, you totally nullify, you totally void the other person by getting mad at him and calling him names and whatever. That is one level of inclusiveness. But then there's an even higher level where because of a real fate, a real, when a person's in a real state of humility, recognizing that his existence is truly nothing compared to Hashem and everything he has is from Hashem, then not only is he able to put up with people, he's able to now receive from everybody. He realizes that he is not any better than everybody and everybody has a purpose in this life. And therefore, he looks at even that person that he doesn't agree with his views or his personality or his uh, general outlooks in life. Even from that person, he realizes that I can receive from that person too. And therefore, even though he might be a smarter person uh, or a more, more refined person, he is able to receive from that other lower person and in that sense, that, that lower person becomes like the head and he becomes like the feet. He becomes lower because he re- he's receiving now. So this is what happens in the spheres of Tikkun. Tikkun, before it has this revelation of the true essence of Hashem, all the spheres within it, because there is a bittal, a natural bittal which exists within Tikkun, the spheres are able to withstand each other without breaking, like like it happened in, in Tayu, the Shvita Sakelim. They're able to withstand each other, put up with each other. Um, each one's existence doesn't nullify the other's existence. But then, when they, because of that inclusiveness, which is a certain state of coexistence, which isn't totally, doesn't exist until you, so there is a coexistence, that brings about the indwelling of the true essence of Hashem, which brings about an even higher bittal within all of their existences that, that extends to their very core. And that bittal brings about that now, not only do they just put up with each other and withstand each other, but they can even uh, receive from each other. That each sphere can receive the influence from the other spheres in a true way, in an internalized, an internalized way. So that is the greater bittal, which is brought about in Tikkun because of the revelation of the infinite essence of Hashem. And also, another point, another thing that happens in Tikkun when there is a revelation of the true essence of Hashem, which brings about even greater bittal, a bittal that penetrates to their very core, now that they, they don't just withstand each other, but they even receive from each other. And this way, now there's no more um, beginning and end. There's no more higher and lower in the world of Tikkun now. There's no higher spheres or lower spheres at all. Just like within the true essence of Hashem, there's not, it's not possible to speak about different levels, higher or lower at all. And the true essence of Hashem totally transcends all definitions, even of higher and lower. Uh, there's really, everything is, tr- is truly voided in that level. It's a totally, it's before any definitions and any limitations have been brought about. So when this infinite essence, true essence of Hashem, shines within the world of Tikkun, bringing about a bit of the very core of their existences, now that's when they can truly receive from each other, like I said, and that makes it so that the lower spheres receive from the higher spheres, and, and therefore, in that sense, the lower spheres become... Um, I mean, the higher spheres can even receive from the lower spheres because that's, that's when they rec- recognize that everything has its own purpose. And the, the, so when the higher spheres are receiving now 
from the lower spheres, they become, the higher spheres have become like the, the lower level now because they are receivers. They become like the receivers compared to the givers, which are the lower spheres. There's no levels anymore. They all are equal. They're all receiving from each other. Just like in the in true essence of Hashem, there's no levels. When that, when that true essence of Hashem is revealed in, in Tikkun, it's brought about that within Tikkun also, just like within the true essence of Hashem, within Tikkun also there should be without finding a beginning and an end, without finding a higher or a lower. And there, now it's truly, you can truly say about the world of Tikkun that it's Adam Elyon, that it's compared to the supernal one. Um, basically, the world of Tikkun is called Adam Elyon. It says in the, in the vision of Yechezkel that he saw a Adam, uh, a, a, a vision of a Mare Adam, a vision of a man that was sitting on the throne. And what does that refer to? Obviously, Hashem doesn't have any um, corporeal um, characteristics. So how can we say that there was a man in spirituality that refers to the world of Tikkun, the world of Atzilus, which is uh, compared to Hashem, because why the world of Atzilus is... So the world of Atzilus is called Adam Elyon, is the man, because just like we have, the man has ten faculties, ten soul faculties of the ten kichs and nefesh, the powers of the soul. So too, in Atzilus, which is actually the source for our faculties, there are ten spheres, from Chokhmah to Malchus. And then the world, the, so the world of Atzilus is called Adam because it is compared to how we are, our souls, and that's why we can really learn a lot from the, um, about Atzilus from our souls. In Besari from my flesh I perceive Hashem. <clears throat> Another reason Atzilus is called Adam because the word the word Adam actually comes from the word Adame. I am compared to the word Dimyon to be compared to something. So. Adam of Atzilus, the Adam Elyon, is called Adam because it's Adam Elyon, because it is compared to even higher. It's compared to the to the infinite essence of Hashem. And how is that? Because, uh, like we're just saying now, when Tikkun, because of the inclusiveness in Tikkun, it brings about an even higher level of Bittl, which penetrates the very core of their being and therefore allows that even the... Now that they should not just um, to put up with each other with the spheres there, but they should even receive from each other. Now there's no higher, there's no lower. All the spheres receive from each other, and that is now making Atzilus Tikkun into a real comparison of the true essence of Hashem. Just like in the essence of Hashem, there's no levels, there's no higher or lower. So too now, through the revelation of that essence of Hashem within the world of Tikkun, Tikkun also takes on that same characteristic where there's no higher and lower. All the spheres are equal, and they all receive from each other. And this is all because of the revelation of the true essence of Hashem, which shines within Tikkun because of the lower level of inclusiveness and coexistence which existed there beforehand, which brought about the revelation of the true essence of Hashem. Because, like we said before, that Hashem, the the Shlemus of Atmos, the, the true completeness of, Hashem, of Hashem's essence, only dwells within a place of completeness where even opposites coexist. <laughs> So this revelation of the Atma Sayyidin Saif, the essence, uh, infinite essence of Hashem, which is revealed in Tikkun because of the ex- uh, inclusiveness there and the coexistence there, all the opposites can exist together. That's the complete place which brings about the com- revelation of the completeness of Hashem. So that is the revelation of what we call in Kabbalah, Shem Ab. The name of Hashem, which has, when you spell it out, the Yud Kei Vav Kei, you spell it out in the Mili form, where you're filling up the Yud, is spelled Yud, 
and then Vav, and then Dalid. When you spell out each letter, there's different ways of spelling it. It ends up equaling uh, Ab, which is 72. And that is revelation, that, that, that name of Ab refers to the revelation of the essence, the infinite essence of Hashem, which transcends the level of Sag, and which is the uh, name of Hashem, which ends up equaling to 63, and Ma, 45, which is a Ma is the one is the name which is relates to the world of Tikkun, uh, which shines in Tikkun, which relates to Bittel, and Sag. We're going to say now is the name of Hashem which relates to the revelation in Toyu. So, but here in Tikkun, through the inclusiveness there, you have the relation of Ab, which is even higher than Sag and Ma. And Toyu, who begins Shem Sag. Toyu relates to the name of Sag. But in Tikkun, through the inclusiveness there, there is a revelation of the name Ab. And this is the revelation of Godliness which shines in the world of Akudim. In the world of Akudim, um, there is a revelation of an abundance of godly light and intensity, the most intense godly light, even more than Tehu. Nevertheless, even though there's such an intense revelation, which usually in Tehu brought about a breaking of the vessels, in Akudim, they're all. Um, connected together within one vessel, because of the intense uh, bittel nullification, self-effacement. There, mamish, or they're totally nullified, nullified out of their very existence. To the, so the nullification to Hashem re- penetrates to their very core. mamish, when the bittel, when the self-nullification does not reach the very core of their existence, so automatically when there is an abundance of light, it's impossible to have inclusiveness. Rather, only when there is a, a diminishment and a weakness of the light, so that each sphere's existence isn't so intense, that's when you can have the inclusiveness together. Um, but when the nullification penetrates to the very core of the existence of the Sphiris. Then even when there's an abundance of light, there can still be an inclusiveness, a coexistence, because at that point, he's become totally nullified out of his very existence, to his very core, and therefore the opposite emotion, the opposite Sphira, is not really opposite at all, because once you become totally nullified out of your own existence, that which was separating you from that opposite that opposite uh, mida, the opposite emotion, is only your existence, because you were in a certain type of existence. Your existence was chesed, and the other sphere's existence was gvuda, and therefore you were totally opposites. Uh, but now, what you that the 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 bittel, the self nullification, is has really penetrated to the core of these spheres, and their very their very existence has become nullified to Hashem. So they don't have any more existence which can be opposite one of another. And the similar idea exists within the world of Tikkun. That there shines an abundance of light, literally a real abundance of light, just like in the world of Akudim, which transcends even the world of Tayu. When we call Mokim, nevertheless, there should still be within the world of Tikkun an inclusiveness, a coexistence. And in such a way that there is no, there is no beginning and end, there is no higher and lower just like in Atmosphere Tzayf, in the essence of, infinite essence of Hashem, there's no levels yet. Because of the fact that the self-nullification reaches the very core of their beings, of the spheres in the world of Tikkun. Therefore, they can have 
an even higher level of inclusiveness. So, the revelation of godliness, which shines in the world of Tikkun, is transcends even the world of Toyu, which already has an abundance of light and the most intense revelation of infinite light of Hashem. But actually, this the, this light the world shines in Tikkun because of the inclusiveness in Tikkun actually stems from the world of Akudim. There's in Kabbalah it says that there's Akudim, Akudim, and Brudim. Akudim, like it says in all the uh, the story of sheep and the sheep that Yaakov, with Yaakov and Lavan, the different um, type of sheep and the colors of their the spots and etc. So, Akud, uh, so Brudim, the lowest level, actually refers to the world of Tikkun, and Nikudim dots refers to the world of Tayu, which we've already explained that eaten in Tayu, each sphere because of the abundance of light there, each sphere was so intense so it was just like one essential point. The essence of that sphere being revealed so intensely that therefore there were just points they couldn't coexist all together, and then akudim is is the even higher than tayu, which is a world where um, before there was a specific definition of each sphere, and akudim means that they're all connected, they're all binded together, bound together, and that is like it says akudim bekli echad. They were all joined together. All the spheres were on one vessel with one channel. So before they'd be d- divided into um, separate differentiated existences and there is no yet separate spheres here in that, that world. So in the world of Akudim there is an abundance of light even more than in Tayu, but they still have a coexistence altogether it's because it's before their separate existences have been, have been defined. And that is the level of godliness which shines in the world of Tikkun because of the inclusiveness in Tikkun. In order that a person down here in the physical world should be able to draw down that level, that very transcendent level, which even higher than Toyu, through his through his uh, divine service, how should he draw down this high level? And, and that above, in, in spiritual realms, in the world of Tikkun, there is the inclusiveness, the coexistence, and through that inclusiveness, that, that coexistence, there is drawn down the revelation of the essence, the infinite essence of Hashem, the same revelation which exists in the world of Akudim. So that's how it happens in the in in above in spiritual realms that because of the inclusiveness which exists in the tikkun, the fact that the, even the opposite spheres can come together, that is what draws down the infinite, complete essence of Hashem. Like we said before, that the Hashem, only the complete essence of Hashem only dwells in a place of completeness where all even opposites can coexist. But in order that a person down here yamshich should be able to draw down this infinite essence of Hashem through his divine service in the, down here in the physical worlds. We're at the top of page And even more so, we know that the verse says that the Hashem has placed the whole world into the heart of a man, which implies that everything is in the heart of man, meaning that any revelation which happens even in the spiritual realms all depends on the person, on the person's divine service. Through his divine service down here, he should draw down all the spiritual revelations above. So even the revelation of the infinite essence of Hashem, which happens in the world of Tikkun, because of the inclusiveness there, really, an essence actually happens because of us down here. So how do we produce this revelation down here through our service, and which causes even the revelation in Tikkun? So the answer, in short, is going to say right now, that comes about through, through, like it says in Krishman, the Shema, we say, you should love Hashem your God. 
In the word ve'ahavta is the numerical equivalent. The gematria is the same equivalent as beis palmim eres. Two times the word light in Hebrew. So through us arousing a great love for Hashem, which that word love is the two times light. Who? What does that mean? Meaning, through the fact that a person shines and illuminates his own spiritual darkness, through that he's able to draw down the revelation of the infinite essence of Hashem within the world. And that's the answer in short. That through a person arousing Vahafta, which is a little idea of light, through bringing light into his own spiritual darkness and within himself, that is how he's able to draw down also the infinite essence the revelation of the infinite essence of Hashem even into the world. So we'll stop there on the top of page Ayn Tess, five lines at the top. Thank you everybody for listening to the new podcast, Chassidus. This is Levi Gelb. And if anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback, please feel free to email me at rabbigelb at gmail.com. Also, please check out my website, chassidusonline.org and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Maimur Mavur explanation on a Maimur from Torah Lukute Torah almost every week. And there you'll also find a, an archive for all our other or older Maimarim that we've already explained on the weekly Parsha on the Yom Tevim. And also you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode a little link to become a monthly supporter, a partner in this uh, for this podcast please consider doing that it will help greatly to allow the episodes to continue and to make them better and you can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or of a simcha and to do that please email email me at rabbigelb at gmail and we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of every of that episode thank you very much